Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the You Know Exactly podcast. This is a show where I interview passionate people who knows exactly what they want to do. They're doing it right now and they're making a living out of it. This week's episode, I'm going to be talking to Abby Davitt. She is a campus minister and a religious teacher. In part one of this interview, we're going to talk about how she started her journey into becoming a campus minister and a religious teacher. So let's get started with the interview. Hey Abby, how's it going? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing well. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so honored. I've never like been a podcast guest before. So oh, really? <laughs> yeah, this, really. Yeah. Well, this is going to be fun. You know, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, hopefully, once this podcast gets picked up more often and people will invite you to be on their show as well. I would love that. And I'll credit it all to you. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, well, I, I wanted to say, you know, it's, it's, you're one of the guests that I wanted to have on the show and I'm so glad that you're able to make it. Um, I know right now it's for you, it's spring break. And I, I know I, I hate, I hated to ask you, it was like, you know, you want to take a break. And I, you know, it was just, I was afraid to ask you to come on your show on the show when you're on spring break, you know, you're trying to relax at the time. So, oh my God, no, but like my schedule is so much more open. So it actually worked out well. So thank you. Thank you. Well, I think, you know, we, we met at, I was working at the school that you work at um, mm-hmm. for a couple months, my second time around working at that school that you're, you're, you're working at. And we met because we are, we were past tense, tandem parking buddies. Indeed we were. <laughs> we, were we were tandem parking buddies. And um, yeah, I think, I think we, we, no, we talked a little bit. I think we didn't mm-hmm. really, though, with our busy schedule at work, we didn't really get a chance to talk that much. But I think towards the end of my time there, mm-hmm. the second time around, I think we talked more. Mm-hmm. Totally, we did. Yeah. So, I think one of the, one of the things that's interesting to me is that you were to start off is that you were actually a student at the school you worked at. Yes, I was. Yes, and I think. I think what you were class of 2012. Okay. Yeah, 2012. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first time I worked there, I was, um, I worked there, I started working there 2014. So I really had just missed you then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like for all listeners and viewers out there, yes, I am much older than she is. <laughs> I am much older. So, yeah. <laughs> so I feel old, but it is what it is. But, right. um, so, Let's kind of dive back, you know, during that time at your school. You know, give us a little bit of background about yourself. Like, where did you, you know, you graduated from that school. Where did you go to college? What did you major? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I went to St. Mary's College um, and I decided to major in uh, religious studies, which was not really intentional. Like, it wasn't really planned. Um, I came in kind of undecided or wanted to do something broad. And then I just kept on taking like GE credits. Um, and it was a Catholic college. So you needed to take religious studies classes. Um, and then I just kind of like ended up really enjoying the classes that I was in and yeah, just ended up 
uh, pursuing that as my major. And I actually minored in music, which a lot of people, I don't think like, I don't really advertise that, um, just because I don't really do anything with it as much anymore. Um, but yeah, I was really into actually like musical theater in high school and college a bit and did like a voices to Broadway things and stuff. But yeah. I kind of got into that realm a little bit. Um, but I ended up really like falling in love with a job I think really more than my classes in college I worked for like an AmeriCorps program that works at like um, that does like an early literacy program for kiddos in Head Start preschools in Oakland so I really just like fell in love with the community and the work I was doing and the people I was working with and yeah it was just like a super rewarding and fulfilling job so it was preschool age. So I was like, maybe I want to be like an elementary school teacher. Like, I, I don't know, you know, I was kind of like right. figuring it out. And then I was thinking of going that track, like the, you know, getting my credential and, you know, my multiple subjects and, you know, being like working at element, like, yeah, being in elementary school, like teacher. Um, but I just wasn't sure. Like, I just didn't know. And I just was scared to commit. Um, so I pursued, so yeah, so after my undergrad, I did a year of service, um, through the Jesuit volunteer corps. So you just like commit to a year, um, and you like apply to the program. And then once you get into the program, you, interview with all these different agencies like across the country. Um, and, uh, it's like a national, it's actually an international organization. There's some, you can do like international sites and those are two years, or you can just be like domestic for a year. And I, the program really likes you to, um, work at a city that you like are not familiar with just to like really get the whole, just to get everything out of the program. Um, so yeah, I ended up, yeah. So it was, it's a year of service. You don't really get paid, but you do get your housing covered. You get a food stipend, you get like a hundred bucks a month for like personal necessities. Um, so you're not making money, but you're also not losing money. You're just like working. And so I worked at a nonprofit in San Antonio, Texas. Um, nice. and yeah, you live in communities. So I lived with, there was eight of us total. So seven other like volunteers in, we lived in like this former convent in the barrio of San Antonio, Texas. It was on church property. Um, and we were all just like recent college grads and some people do the program kind of as like a gap year, like before they do like law school or med school, that's what some of, or like a master's program. Um, so yeah, it was, um, and then there's like a bunch of houses, like there's an LA JV house. So if you like, there's, they're all over. Um, but yeah, it was an amazing year. It was super challenging and really, really hard, but I loved my community. I was with, there was five guys and three girls, which is really unheard of for the program. It's usually really like female dominant, but I think like having five guys in a house actually like really like tamed the drama. There wasn't a whole lot of drama, like, with <laughs> you know, with living arrangement, you know, like they just, they're very upfront and yeah, they just, 
the whole community, we just became super close. And there was another girl at the house with me and we both worked at the same nonprofit. Um, and it's a nonprofit in Texas, in San Antonio, um, for kiddos with disabilities. Um, so there's like actually an emergency shelter for kids in CPS custody with disabilities. And then there's a daycare on site. And then there's also like, um, a Monday, Wednesday program, like a day program. So I actually worked all of those, um, kind of was like a floater, like throughout the week, like worked at the like mother's day out program, which is two days a week, the daycare, and then also helped out with the shelter. And it was just like amazing. Yeah. I mean, just a really gut wrenching, really, really hard work. Um, but like so rewarding and so eye-opening. And yeah, I think those, it was just a really, really valuable time in my life where I was really, really stretched outside of my comfort zone. Um, and I just, you know, nonprofit work is so freaking hard. I have just like mad respect for people who go into the nonprofit sector. Really? Um, yeah. And I, I actually was like really, I was like, yeah, I think I want to do nonprofit work. Like I'm like, I'm interested in working in a nonprofit. Um, oh, like a lot of things are nonprofits, right. But like typically, you know, like an agency that, you know, support. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but just like how, you know, these people work, you know, super late all day, you know, don't get paid very well. And the work they're doing is just so hard, but it's so needed and it's so necessary. Um, so yeah, the nonprofit was funded by like some really big donors in like some like personal donors, but also some like bigger corporations. Um, so like the nonprofit is still running today. Um, and is actually, I think the only emergency shelter, I think for kiddos with disabilities, like in the state or like, it's very, it's very, very niche. So they have, you know, doctors and nurses on site and yeah, they totally have all of the necessities to help, you know, kids transition and it's very much a transitional shelter. So it's really temporary, um, with some kids reuniting back with their families and other kids, you know, going through the foster care process. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it's just like working with those kids. I mean, it's, they've been through so much trauma and, you know, that's just hard in general. And then on top of that with, you know, the disabilities that they have, I mean, talk about just, amazing exceptional kiddos with so much resilience and perseverance to you know make a change in their in their world and to come out of this didn't come out of it I mean it's it's extraordinary and yeah it really really was eye-opening um That's so anyway cool. yeah yeah That's thank cool. you yeah it was it was I was 20 22 um it was 22 to 23 and then I was, yeah. And so like my, and, and while, you know, you're doing, and like I, I had other housemates, they were working at, you know, Catholic charities and, you know, other, other nonprofits. And, you know, there was like a home for young teenage mothers that one of my housemates was working at. So yeah, just like really awesome. And it was a very social justice oriented program. Um, and I actually have a few coworkers currently at the school I work with that I work at that have also done the program. So it's very like Catholic social justice recognized. Um, and yeah, just like an amazing experience. Um, so I was finishing that year up and, you know, some people stay on and they decide to stay as, you know, a staff member, maybe they decide to live in Texas or something. Um, but I was like, I think I want to kind of come back to LA. I don't really know what I want to do yet. Cause it's just right. a year. And then they get new, new volunteers, you know, cycle in. Um, 
So I actually, it's funny. I, so I was applying to high schools. Cause I think I, I actually kind of was like, I think that'd be cool. Like to be a campus minister or religious studies teacher at a high school. Um, but didn't think the high school that I went to had an opening, you know, or anything. Right. And it's actually, but, you know, I wasn't really getting, gaining much momentum with that. And then I ended up getting an interview at a Catholic school in Burbank. Um, but like, I was like a second grade teacher. I came into the teacher demo and all that. Uh, but, you know, I'm not really like, let's be real. I'm not really qualified. <laughs> like I don't have a credential or anything, you know? So, right. and with the Catholic school, you don't need it, but you know, I was so young. I think there was probably other people that were more qualified for that job, but I do. And I was a little bummed. Um, I didn't get it, but I think it all like was meant to be because actually the principal of the high school ended up calling me one day or she called my, um, my parents like landline phone. Cause I don't think she had my cell phone. And she was like, Hey, I really wanted to talk to Abby. I don't know what she's up to, but there is, you know, an opening as a religious studies teacher and campus minister at the school, you know, at the high school. And would she want to come back? And is she interested? And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, wow. So my mom called me and I was like freaking out. And I was like, this is so great. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, you have to obviously though, go through all the proper channels. So I, yeah, met, you know, emailed back and forth with HR. I, I think it was Memorial day weekend or something. So I was already going to be in town or I was flying home anyway, or I made a trip out of it and I decided to come home and I did the interview and you do a teacher demo. So it was like a freshman religious studies class. And, you know, I was, I had no experience, you know, I mean, I had my experience that I just shared with you, but I mean, not not really, yeah, very little, you know, but I had this, I guess this religious studies degree or this undergrad degree, which I think was very helpful and useful. And I, I didn't know if I would ever use it. So I'm like, really, it's like really awesome that I'm using it. Um, but yeah, and I've been there ever since this is my fifth year working there. Um, so yeah, it's been quite the ride, but that's, I guess, like my journey on how I got there. Yeah. So I, and I still have the voicemail, I think saved on my phone of the principal calling me, letting me know that I had received the the job, the position. So very nice. You still have Mm -hmm. the voicemail. I do, you know, iPhones technology these days. I don't listen to it regularly, but I think I do have it just like for safekeeping. So yeah. That's very cool. And was there ever a time during that period when you're looking for a job in different schools? Was there a period of time where where you thought like, oh, you know, this is this is harder than I thought looking for a job with my level of experience, you know. Did you have like a backup plan? Like, were you thinking about uh, if this this doesn't pan out, if I can't find a job in this area, what do I want to do? No, definitely. Um, Yeah. And I was like, so on the fence about, yeah, I mean, clearly as you can probably like gather, I was very just like, I don't know, like, it's very hard for me to commit to, you know, to, to professions and to things. Um, so I was very open to like, oh, I don't know if education will, like, if this is the route, like, but this, it sounded the most appealing. I really, really like working with people. So I knew I didn't want to do like a desk job or, you know, like accounting or something like that. I knew I didn't want to do that, pursue that field. Um, 
and I also am like not good at math or science, but uh, I don't think I have the talent for that. But um, I actually, yeah, I thought about maybe like, oh, maybe I would be like a preschool teacher. Like, or, you know, I thought about maybe pursuing that um, or even like working at, so one of my summer jobs was working at the community center, like the local community center. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll get involved there and like, see if they, they have positions or, you know, so things like that. I definitely was kind of open to getting creative and thinking outside the box, but yeah. So I guess kind of like the nonprofit sector, but just like in the community. Um, I also was discerning, like, maybe I need to go back to school. Um, I'm actually in a master's program now, but I'm happy I didn't go back to school then because it was really hard for me, obviously, to commit. So I really, really wanted to be sure of what I wanted to do. You know, I just didn't want to just like, oh, let me just go to school for the heck of it. Um, So I thought about that, but I was like, I don't want to do that. I like need to work. I want to work. I want to make money. I want to like get experience and see like what interests me. Um, But yeah, I was kind of, you know, thinking outside the realms of, uh, of education, but kind of still with an education though. Cause I was like, I love working with kids or I want to work with people. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's hard because just getting a job, I feel like is so hard these days, but it's also, you know, um, without really experience, it's really, really hard. And it's just like, not a, you know, you, you know this, but it's like not a, um, a career path that's very lucrative. So it's like, you know, it's, so you kind of have to, I mean, great, great time off, you know, there's obviously benefits, but, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to work up, work your way up and feel, feel that growth. Um, so yeah, that's more of like a current challenge. If you like this episode, please make sure to subscribe to my show on your favorite podcasting apps, such as Apple podcasts, Spotify, or Google podcasts. If you're watching this on YouTube, please smash the like button, hit that subscribe button, and also the bell notification. So you get notified when part two is coming up next and I'll see you in the next episode.